Do you ever wonder why some podcasts are so successful? Do you wish that you could replicate the success of some of the top podcasts? So do we. And we believe there is no harm in asking. So we're questioning everything about how podcasts are produced, hosted, and monetized. This is No Harm in Asking. I'm Eric Byron. And I'm Michael Kerr. We review podcasts and look for clues to why some make it big and some don't make it at all. This week, we'll be reviewing Apple Podcasts' best show of the year, 2021, A Slight Change of Plans with Maya Shanker. This podcast is sponsored by Colab.me, the free-to-use platform for interview planning, preparation, and collaboration. All right, let's get right to our topic today, which is the brilliant, I think, podcast from Maya Shankar. The, the series is titled A Slight Change of Plans, and we have a specific episode, as always, that we're going to review of hers. So, Michael, why don't you give us the lead in here? What episode did we pick today? Yeah, so we, we decided to pick The Science of Grit with Angela Duckworth. I, I've known about Angela for quite some time. I, I remember watching her her TED talk many years ago. Um, this book has been out, or at least the one book that she wrote on grit has been around now, I think since 2016. So, um, you know, I was familiar with Angela Duckworth and I'd like obviously this concept of, you know, is it is success based on, you know, effort and grit or is success based on pure brilliance? And so, I mean, I think this is a fascinating topic for for virtually anybody and makes a good, as a result, makes a good podcast topic. Um, so I think there's a lot to talk about as well. It's an, it was an interestingly formatted podcast consistent with much of what she does. Uh, and so I think it fits in with what we're trying to do here. What do you think, Eric? Yeah, I agree. I think it's a, it's a good one. And it's also one that's a little out of the mold for her series which is a fairly new series, right? She only has I think, 27 or you know, maybe 30 podcast episodes at this point, but she does have an, a kind of an established tone, right? Almost yeah. all of her podcasts are about people who have had some kind of, you know, traumatic life-changing event. Yet that is not the case with Angela Duckworth, right? She's not had a life-changing event uh, to talk about on the show. So I think that also makes it an interesting one to review within the series and to talk about, you know, choices and why Maya would pick Angela to be on the show. I, yeah. It, and I think it's important to bring up this topic because um, the, the theme of the podcast uh, for Maya, uh, you know, plays very much into her life story. This is, I think, what I, I like because she can always seem to uh, inject, you know, her own personal anecdotes. So if you don't know the background, Maya was a, was a musician who unfortunately um, damaged her hand and could no longer play the violin. Um, and, those, and so she ended up in, um, in psychology. Uh, she is, a, you know, I think she's got a PhD, but she's really a non, uh, what I would say is a non-academic psychologist. She's worked in, uh, she worked in government. She's worked now in the, the private sector. And now she's doing a podcast. So I think people enjoy interacting with her. Yeah, yeah. I agree. She's got some you know, serious credentials, right? She was right. a senior advisor in the Obama White House. Yet 
on her podcast, um, it is personal for her. You, you can tell this is not an academic study or an area of research for her and how people deal with, you know, life changes. This is, it's personal. And she likes to include personal stuff. I love the fact that she doesn't come across as some, you know, PhD scientist expert, although her questions and the things that she interjects are very thoughtful and, uh, you know, really wants to talk about you know, how people feel and, you know, what an experience um, has meant to them and, uh, and how they've overcome it. So, yeah, I, yeah, I'm all in. I agree too. It's it's very, you know, she's just super nice, humble. Uh, Again, she doesn't use doctor or PhD in any of the um, uh, materials that go, that go with the podcast. She doesn't introduce herself as a, you know, as as an expert or, um, or as a doctor. So that's really quite refreshing. And you know, for this podcast, again, as we've mentioned, it doesn't necessarily fit the theme of, of uh, a change of plans. Um, but she, you know, she's trying. She's she can spin it a little bit with her personal um, you know experiences too. You know, I think to fit the theme enough that you know we're content with what's going on here. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't bothered too much by the fact that it's a little outside of yeah, yeah. normal kind of guests that she has. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about that format because typically, right, we're going to talk about, you know, topic host and guest is kind of the three biggie factors, you know, get this right. You've got a, a solid podcast. She checks those boxes, but the format you, you wanted to comment on that. What's your, what's your thoughts there? Yeah. So this is a unique format in the sense that she uses um, both an interview style as well as an, this off what I'll call an offline sort of component where she just talks to the audience uh, or the listener and you can it's clear that this isn't part of the in her interaction with um, with the guest and she uses this very effectively and it's not something that um, that I've seen used in a lot of podcasts typically in interview style podcasts you know you just conduct the interview and you know it is what it is but she has done um, a very good job of figuring out you know what pieces the podcast should she broken should be broken into. And she'll, at the end of each section, she will use this sort of offline activity to provide her personal um, input and, and use it as a transition to the, to the next section. And it's very, very effective. And, um, and I really like what she does. And because of her professional nature, um, you know, she adds real value. I agree. I also thought that it was efficient, right? In this case, she's doing an additive edit where she's saying, um, I want to give you more context or, or maybe just my own thoughts um, to help the audience understand better or relate to it better. So, um, so it's very additive. And in the case of Angela Duckworth, she shortened the presentation, right? By kind of summarizing some points. So we didn't have to listen to a lengthy explanation from Angela on some of these things that she assumes like you and I may be familiar with Angela's work and her, you know, Ted talk or whatever. So, um, so she could kind of shortcut (laughs) the presentation a bit, um, summarize it in her own words and then only have to include the the parts that were fairly unique to Angela's discussion with her related, hopefully, to her topic here. 
And uh, yeah, I think that's an excellent point. I um, I think uh, you can clearly see that she has, in some cases, um, removed the question that she asked, and in then and instead interjected with this offline comment from her. Um, I really I really like that with um, really effective dialogue, um, and so that really uh, that really is quite an effective strategy. Not something that I've that I've heard a lot. And uh, yeah, I, I, I encourage some people to listen to this and yeah. see whether or not they and their podcast could use this, um, this strategy because she used it very effectively. Yeah, and, um, and to me, it also demonstrates a sensitivity to the audience, right? That she's really thinking about, you know, what does the audience you know, need? What do they want to hear? Which brings me to another point about um, something I like about this podcast as opposed to some of the other ones that we... Um, we enjoy, right? That are purely entertainment. This podcast is more of a, has a purpose, if you will. I think that Maya really wants to inspire people. She wants to give them things they can use that help them if they're going through some traumatic event, some life-changing thing. And so, um, so she is purposeful in this. And I think that that's also part of what she's trying to inject there is she's thinking about her audience and how well this podcast is helping them. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's, it's clearly obvious what the sections are and the sections, um, you know, you can, you can identify what the sections are and the sections are very focused on trying to teach you, um, you know, certain things that you can do um, in an offline mode. She's talking about, um, I think in the second section, um, there was a there was a topic of deliberate practice, uh, and she was saying, you know, you could do these things on your own. You you break things down into manageable pieces so that you can tackle whatever um, obstacles you may face. Um, you know, you need to focus. You can go and get feedback. There's this concept of repetition. So she does a very good job of breaking the the podcast into learnable pieces or pieces that you where the where the listener can go away and sort of say, hey, how can I improve my grit? per se in, um, in the things that, um, that are passionate for me. So I agree, very educational. She, she has focused uh, this on um, you know, have, ensuring that the audience takes something away from the, um, from the podcast for sure. Excellent point. Yeah, and I think that maybe this episode less than some of the others, there, there's a general sense of kind of being an inspiration, right? I've enjoyed several of her podcasts just because I think we all, kind of love those examples of, you know, somebody that's really overcome adversity, right? They've had just some really shit luck and, you know, something terrible has happened, something beyond their control, whether it's an injury, a, you know, disfigurement, a, you know, being disabled or like uh, Amanda Knox, right? Some event that happens that just changes the whole way the world sees them, right? And maybe the way they see themselves. And so, um, so we're all inspired by listening to somebody who's overcome those things. And, um, and so I think that the, you know, the series itself is uh, has a very broad appeal to a lot of people. You don't have to be going through a trauma um, or have experienced one yourself, a, a serious life-changing event um, to enjoy the, the series and, and want to listen to it. So broad appeal, I think is a, you know, a very important aspect of her success um, early on, say basically year one, she got this, you know, best of the year award yep. from Apple podcasts. And uh, 
I think they nailed it. I think Apple got this one right in, in that award. Yeah, and I agree. And the fact that she brings this to the table as well. So she's overcome something. Um, she brings the professional, um, you know, sort of uh, accreditation, if you will. Um, and then she can she can relate to all of her guests at, on, on a personal level. And yeah. um, and she does it in the, in a super nice fashion. This, this is what makes this a winner. Yeah, we don't we don't have much, um, you know, bad to say about this. She ticks a lot of the boxes. She knows exactly what she's doing. Obviously, this is a Pushkin, you know, produced podcast. So it, it, it's beautifully done. Um, but she she does the um, the initial hook. She um, breaks it into sections. Um, you know, if I if I have any criticisms and, and there really aren't that many, I know uh, we talk a little bit about advertising. She um, this particular podcast starts with an ad right off the beginning um, uh, that that I think could be improved. Um, I think that ad could come later. The other thing I find at the end of a podcast, I personally I like to do something um, that's forward looking. Um, this particular podcast ended on basically a review of um, her grit lab course at the University of Pennsylvania. She, I, I thought this was a bit, um, you know, sort of over the top deferential in my opinion. Um, I would have liked to have seen something again that focused maybe on whether she was going to do a follow-up or perhaps what feedback she'd received that was, um, you know, critical of grit. Uh, I think that may have been an interesting discussion. It's, uh, again, this, this podcast is all about positivity. So it's hard to talk about maybe some of the negative aspects, but you know the grit, um, the grit book and the grit movement uh, has received some, you know, some criticism. You know, it would have been interesting to know whether this area could have been broached, but it was certainly not. If I was a podcaster, would I have brought that up? Hmm, interesting. Um, <laughs> maybe. If I'm Maya Shanker, would I have brought it up? Hmm, maybe not. What are your thoughts? Yeah. No, I agree. There's a personality trait here, if you will, and a, a style for Maya, she is super nice. <laughs> she is, she oh, yeah. looks for the best in every one of her guests and their situation and how they handled it. And yes, so far of the episodes I've listened to, I haven't listened to all 27 or whatever, but um, of the ones I've reviewed, yeah, she never really challenges anybody or um, questions them or puts them in an awkward defensive yeah. position at all. So, um, so not surprising that she didn't do that with, with Angela. Personally, I love a good debate. So I'm, I kind of prefer it when we see a, a and I think Angela could have held her guest. own, you know, oh, I, yeah. I mean, I mean yeah. that, that woman is clearly, you know, I'm sure she's, she's familiar with the criticism. Um, she's obviously bright. Um, I think she could have added an interesting element there had that um, had that discussion taken place. Um, I'll bring up one more thing. I know uh, we also talk about title, um, the title of the podcast. Yeah, this particular title was uh, the science of grit. I think you and I in offline, we, we sort of thought that was a little bit um, uninteresting. And in fact, if you look through a lot of Anne, um, Maya's uh, podcasts, the titles are um, you know, could be improved in my, in my opinion, if you're, whether this is from an SEO or a search uh, capability uh, or whether or not, you, you know, you're just looking through the list and you're deciding what to, what to listen to. I think a catchy title is valuable, not only valuable, you know, crucial, I think in the podcasting space. And yeah. um, I think a little bit more effort here could have gone in. Uh, I was trying to come up with some myself, you know, why effort trumps genius or, you know, does effort really trump brilliance? 
you know, these kind of things, I think, might have drawn an audience in uh, a little yeah. bit better. Well, Any another interesting point I'll make there, too, I've come to the conclusion that putting their name in the title is also, uh, I think, quite often a good technique. It increases the the value, the the sure. well, grab you right away, right? And you realize, oh, this isn't just the science of, of grit, a talk about it. It's Angela Duckworth talking about it, right? But what's interesting is we also talk about the hook. And I thought the hook was was really good. Let's listen to Maya as she delivers the hook about two minutes into the Science of Grit episode. Angela says natural ability and access to opportunity will, of course, give you a head start, but they alone won't get you to the finish line. And focusing too much on natural ability can be counterproductive because it's something we can't change about ourselves. This is a, a critical piece. We believe the success of almost every episode is that hook at the beginning that gets you to go, oh, I see where this is going. I, I want to hear this story. Or in this case, I want to hear this, this conflict, this debate between you know, natural ability and grit, right? And why does you know, Angela focus so much and say, you know, focusing on grit is more important than worrying about natural ability? So she sets that up really clearly right at the beginning. And I think that that's really important. The title could have done a much better job of, uh, of gearing you towards that, that conflict of ideas in the, in the episode. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, and she does two things. She actually gives a quote, Angela gives a little bit of a quote, and then um, Maya interjects with her kind of offline, you know, insight. And -hmm. then she comes back and hits you with the, um, the Angela quote, um, that refers to, um, you know, what we're talking about, which uh, is that focus um, is the sort of the thing and that uh, basic ability, but not sustained effort um, is really, you know, what makes the difference in, uh, in success. So, yeah. yeah. I, well, I, and I really you and like I it. could have some debate around this one, because I know you and all your talent are uh, probably more supportive of the idea that natural ability really matters. And, um, and I am much more of a, a fan of the, this theory of, of grit, that uh, I don't count on my natural ability to get me anywhere. I figure I have to work hard if I'm going to be successful. And so you and I you know, may have slightly different opinions on this one. So it is a great debate. Um, it's a great topic. And of course, Maya just went along with Angela's theory as we discussed, she did not try and challenge yeah. the uh, the notion there at all. But let's get back to the the format a little bit. You know, you mentioned you know Pushkin and um and that it started with kind of a promotion, if you will, for other another podcast. Um, Malcolm Gladwell on many of the the Pushkin produced podcasts starts with a little bit himself, and in this case he. Uh, I don't think it's Malcolm on this particular one. It's another podcast promotion that runs. So this, this irritates you, doesn't it? It does. And um, actually, so there's, so there's actually two bits before this podcast even starts. So there uh, it starts with an advertisement for another podcast, 
and, and a woman's voice comes on and she promotes her podcast and it's not Maya and you're a little bit offset because you think it's Maya, but it's not. Um, and then once that one's finished, then Malcolm comes on and he pushes, you know, the whole Pushkin thing and he wants to upsell you on their premium podcast service. And as much as I like Malcolm uh, Gladwell, uh, you know, as a, as a fellow Canadian, you know, it, 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 it's, it's just too much for me. And um, my preference would be always to lead uh, with the host. And then if you're going to push your other podcasts, you know, I would leave this, um, you know, in, at the bare minimum, a minute or two in and then, uh, and then kick off. Yeah, no, I, I don't disagree with you. I prefer to have a podcast start with the podcaster, but that isn't always the case. I, you know, and, uh, and once you get to the success level, maybe that um, they're having, uh, particularly with this one being named, you know, best of the year, they figure they've got the leeway, people will tolerate it. So we'll just, you know, promote up front and then, and then let her go as opposed to let her start and then stop her to do um, some promotion. Um, well, how do you feel about the the ones that you know have promotions in the in the middle? Yeah, I'm so I'm fine with advertisements in the middle of your podcast. Um, this doesn't concern me much. I understand this is a business. This had an advertisement in the middle as well. I was perfectly okay with it. Yes. The only other component I would add is that she was trying. There was also I think three um, areas or where she was. They were trying to incorporate stories, if you will. So there was mm -hmm. a story about Will Smith. Then there was a reference in the middle or a story where she was a math teacher and there was a student who hadn't, uh, you know, sort of not, you know, was a good math student, but hadn't got into an, uh, in a particular program and Angela sort of fought for him. Uh, and then she spun this into a story about her daughter. I personally felt those three stories, um, you know, maybe could have been better. They, they could have chosen better stories to, uh, you know, to get the point across, but uh, again, they were trying to add creativity. I'm not really sure. I mean, I like the stories. Obviously, having real-world references are very, very valuable. Um, but I'm not sure in this particular case they really worked for it. Yeah, I, I'll agree there. I didn't think those particular stories were that um, strong. But, uh, but they were personal for them, right? They weren't just stories they'd heard. They were stories that um, they had had a part in. True. And I think that's why... Um, you know, we, we see those interjected. Okay. Any last comments? Do you have any suggestions, Michael, any, any thoughts you have on something she could do better? We talked about the title, but beyond, yeah. I think if I had title, to sum it up again, I mean, I think your I think your goal, if you have a theme is to try and, and make sure that it fits the theme again, I think it's okay to throw the occasional person in um, that doesn't quite fit, especially if it's an A-list celebrity. But um, again, if you are a podcaster, you know, your goal is to come up with this theme and then, and then work it as hard as you can. Again, if you have stories, I, I think you got to work really hard to make sure that they're relevant. And then I, I do like um, at the end of a podcast to look forward, you know, it's a forward looking thing as opposed to, uh, you know, the way that this one particularly wrapped up. I think it could have been stronger. That's sort of my three takeaways. Anything from you, Eric? No, again, I just, I really like this one. I, I think she does a, she does a great job. I enjoy listening to her and um, I've enjoyed her discussions with some of her other guests as well. Yeah. She inspires me. So 
that's uh, that's saying something. Well, maybe else. that's all that matters. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> right. Great. <laughs> okay. That was our review of A Slight Change of Plans, The Science of Grit with Maya Shankar and Angela Duckworth. You've been listening to No Harm in Asking with Michael Kerr and Eric Byron. Thanks for listening. We've got lots more reviews coming. Please subscribe and tell all your friends. If you'd like us to review your podcast, please let us know. This podcast is sponsored by Colab.me, the free-to-use platform for interview planning, preparation, and collaboration. Thank <laughs> you.